0: Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another
1: Ruhalistapur. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals.
2: So, for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at uh1.com.
0: Hello, welcome to another episode of s Square Theater Podcast. The guest is Ed Byrne. It's a cracker. Um,. We're recording more of these for Series 12. Thank you very much if you back the Kickstarter. It's all happening. Um, here's the guests. Uh, on October the 16th, you'll be able to see me talking to Ellie Taylor, plus to be announced. On the 23rd, you'll be able to hear me talking to Armando Yanucci. And someone else on the 30th of October, you'll be able to see me talking to Jan Ravens and someone else on the 6th of November. Who knows? Could be anyone. The 13th of November, Reggie D Hunter and another person. 20th of November, Richard Osmond, and another person. 27th of November. I don't know. No one knows. No one knows who's that's who that's going to be. But it'll be someone amazing. If you want to buy tickets, to come and see that. That would be fantastic. It's a great evening and you get to hear all the bits that get cut out, like the couple of quite long stories in this particular podcast. Um, so uh, go to richardherring.com slash gigs and you can see all the links or head to the leicestersquaredtheatre.com uh, website and you can find the link that way as well. Anyway, let's sit back and enjoy what's left of Raharastapa with Ed Burr Ladies and gentlemen welcome to the Leicester Square Theatre please welcome a man who now lives in the countryside and loves the way that that turns his whole life into an action film it's Richard Harris. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Richard at Leicester Square Theatre Podcast. I was um, on the set of uh, Cheggers Place Pop the other day. It's still going, it's just, they've got the same, it's very old Keith Cheggwin and some of the kids who just never got home. Uh, there's a lot of those in the BBC in the 1970s and um, don't blame me, I don't, I don't do anything. And they call it redolent, but so I don't. They might catch on. Who knows? And yeah, uh, I've been living in the country now for two weeks. It's nice out there, and I'm living with my in-laws, so it's a little bit uh, weird for the moment. While my so my house isn't ready to move into yet, so that's slightly odd. But I do quite like because now when I've got travel, um, I have to use trains now. And you used to be on the tube. It's like you not go on the tube, don't you? But I have to go on trains, and they're at very specific times. The trains, and so. It makes your life really exciting because you think, I can get to that. There's half an hour between each train, so there's some jeopardy, right? If you're close to the time your train is going. I was in Angel the other day, and I was like 20 minutes to the next train. I thought, will I be able to get the bus to King's Cross in time? It was like, honestly, it was like being in 24 or something. It was really... And then the bus stopped for a bit, and the bus driver said, I'm sorry, we've been told to hold here. And They said, oh, no. And then I got, I got to King's Cross with, like, three minutes till the train time. And I ran across the concourse. People were getting in the way. It's honestly, it's, uh... Have you seen the film Sliding Doors, mate? It's, uh, it's like that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the train this time, so it was very... Like, spoiler alert, if you, if you haven't yet seen that movie. Uh, oh, this is bad. I don't know, this is my brand-new notebook. Look at that. It's already done that. <sighs> and the pen's falling out of it. This is my Tiny Rick notebook. That is... That is week from the creators of Rick and Morty. You'd think their notebooks, they'd have, they'd have more uh, uh, pride in their notebooks. It's very good new series of Rick and Morty. It'll be out by the time people see this, but it, it, to people here. It's a very good show if you haven't seen it. It's on Netflix. Have you got that? A bit of Netflix. Do you like Netflix and, and chilling, mate? Do you like that? Yeah? yeah? Do you want to do that later, you and me? Look, we're going to only lie beside each other. And we can lie beside you and touch ourselves, that's it, that's all that's going to be allowed though, you can just sneak out, oh, yeah. do a little bit of that, so uh, sorry I'm just flirting with the audience, so um, thank you, uh, so well, let's crack straight on uh, with the show, um, my guest this week, I hope he's ready, uh, he wasn't there when I went off just now, uh, he's probably best known, he's another person who's best known for his appearance on Street Cred Sudoku, that so far, all the people who asked about don't even remember it existing. Will you please welcome Ed Bird, ladies and gentlemen, it's Ed Byrne, hopefully. Is he there, he's not there. Here we look at that. Wow, he did the switcheroo on me. Come on in, sit down. Hey, what's the surprise?
1: Yes, I've been, I, I realized just as you said my name, I was sitting behind the wrong door. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, that's the exit door from the. <laughs> it's, it's room. There, is, there. there is. Funnily enough, for a theatre, there's actually another way onto to the stage. Yeah, from come on back from backstage, other than going into the audience. <laughs> and change. I should know that. I, I did a run. I did
0: like a run of five gigs here. <laughs> I have performed here. I should know how to get to the fucking stage. But it would have been polite of me to point it out beforehand. We were having a nice time chatting backstage. We didn't have yeah. time to. Well, you would, you would assume, having been here before, it's not <laughs> a
1: massive theatre. There isn't that (laughs) (laughs) Spinal tap moment of running around underneath us trying to find the. But yeah, anyway, I'm on the stage now. now, There we go. There's a whole. Oh, I had a. There's a funny thing happened on the way to the stage.
0: (laughs) So, do you remember being in Street Crit? I can never say Street Crit Crit, Sudoku.
1: Sudoku, the name of the. the... the, Yes, it was a terrible show. It was on uh, what was I think was then called UK Gold. What is now Dave? I think.
0: Yes, I think you might. Uh, it was absolute
1: dog shit made by people who'd never made a panel show before. <laughs> I had no idea how to make one. We literally just wanted to make a panel show that had the word Sudoku in the title because yeah. there was a scramble. Do you remember when Sudoku first arrived? It was massive. <laughs> and they just wanted anything that was in any way tangentially uh, uh, connected to it. And and so I I was yeah
0: I was I I, it was it was shit yeah but street cred (laughs) though anything that calls itself street cred is not a good sign. All it was was it was various questions about
1: celebrities, and then if you got it right, it revealed another square on the Sudoku puzzle, (laughs) and so people at home could play along with the Sudoku puzzle if they were like completely devoid of a life. that was a thing that they could do but everything about it was terrible including the fact that there was no fucking audience on the day we were supposed to record there was no audience oh the audience haven't shown up the audience company has let us down is it bring your child to work a day today is there any adults in charge here um, yeah, and then, and then I had to go and do an interview to promote it and I, I didn't even know and I went on some I think it was LBC or BBC London or one of those and they were having a discussion about Sudoku and they thought I was coming on to defend the, the, the trend and the, and the popularity of Sudoku right. as a phenomenon despite never having done a Sudoku in my life <laughs> and I thought I was there to promote a television programme And uh, we'd both been lied to, and it led to a very awkward interview. Yeah. So you thought you were just thinking, I'll just dig up a really obscure apparently (laughs) past. But no, you've actually unearthed a very difficult time for me. Yeah, that's (laughs) what I like about
0: those. It's a bit like my appearance (laughs) on This Week by the sound of it. So, um, yay. They changed it at the last minute. Anyway, never mind. The other thing that sticks in my head was when it was being explained to
1: me what it was like, what the show was about. The woman who was doing it over the phone to me Pronounce the word round as in the next round as rind, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah. And then the next rind. <laughs> Something,
0: <laughs> but let's talk for a little yeah. bit. I, I, let's talk for a little bit about TV quiz shows because I haven't done that this series, and I, you've been in loads of them. Uh, oh, so, yeah, and I love that you've been that you raised the mo- on uh, the Chase. You got created the highest amount of money into the bank. i right? brought back. For money, I don't know
1: if you know how the Chase course. works. Of
0: course, know how the Chase works. I'm guessing people who've paid money for a podcast recording
1: know how a quiz show works. <laughs> I'm, I'm going out on a limb there. Uh, yes, I brought back the record amount of money, both celebrity and non-celebrity, uh, from from the chase or to back to the yeah. behind the desk. One hundred
0: seventeen thousand pounds. I yeah. don't know if it could go that high. Yes, night.
1: but unfortunately, I, it was myself and Eric Bristow. <laughs> and I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say I carried him. I'm not, I, didn't, I didn't do great anyway. But there was a few times where just out of politeness I went, I won't buzz on this one. Let's give Eric a go. Oh, I shouldn't have done that. There was a golf question and he buzzed and fucking stood there. Like I nearly went, pass! <laughs> so yeah, we didn't do that well. No. We only got like 12 or 13. or It was probably 11. I bet it was 11. I genuinely don't remember. But the fact that I said it was 12 or 13... Probably eleven.
0: Yeah. <laughs> does it still hurt? Because when I've been on these things, and fa- I mean that's a big success and then an annoying failure. Yeah. Does it still hurt? Uh, no, I felt I did what I could do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I,
1: I was quite pleased with how the whole day went. Really. Yeah. Nadine Darby's was also on. Really. And uh, didn't make
0: it back behind the desk. <laughs> that's good. But that's good news. Not that clever. Which, uh, <laughs> which chase? are you up against uh, the governess, who's actually oh, really yeah. nice, if Anne she, yeah, yeah, she lovely. does seem nice. Yeah. yeah. I prefer Pointless, but you've been on Pointless I've been still. on Pointless twice, didn't yeah. get to the final either
1: time. I've
0: did been... I've to been the head the head, oh, man, I, I, it so annoys me. Yeah. You, you, you've, you, I've, been, I've done it three times. It, the third one hasn't even been shown. We did it nearly a year ago. It's so annoying that I can't reveal that we didn't win again. So that's... <laughs> we got so... We got, oh, it's, it's a really good one. I don't know why they're... I think they're holding on to it because this was just such a good episode. <laughs> My, my
1: Achilles heel is, is the memories of my uh, quiz shows yeah. I love quiz shows yeah I too. love and I, and I do them because I watch them and and being on them is like crawling into the television it's like I, I, I love it and I think I'm good at them when I'm watching them and then I go on them and I never win and it really haunts me every time it's the same with me I was, on, I was on Mastermind I
0: came third wow. out of four. Third week I got the highest ever. John can I just the point out? I John got the John highest John ever celebrity score on Mastermind and still lost because then the next person got the highest score. <laughs> <laughs> who was that? That wasn't Mark Watson, was it? No, it wasn't Mark Watson. It was so uh, I'd forgotten and uh, Hillary Kay from uh, Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> who did antiques? I'm not going to go on about it. I'm not going to keep going on about it. <laughs> he Did antiques? They can't do antiques if you're an antiques.
1: Can't do it. Well, all I said when I did Mastermind, I yeah. wanted to say I wanted to do Prince as my chosen specialist right. subject, and Beverly Knight was already doing Prince, right, as her chosen specialist subject. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I had to pick something else. Yeah. I, I picked the Star Trek movies. Oh, and I thought it was very unfair. They did two questions about Star Trek uh, Nemesis, which was the shittest Star Trek film, <laughs> which even I, as a fan of the Star Trek movies, couldn't get to the fucking end of. <laughs> and they had two questions about it. Right. Not yeah. fair. <laughs> and then the first time I made it pointless <laughs> yeah got into the head-to-head and uh, and the one I lost it on to the fucking what's his name yeah, yeah you know, his name. I know him Barry he was Barry oh, Chuckle you me? know the the the, the 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 horse racing commentator with <laughs> yeah. the hat the fat oh, guy, John McCririck. John McCririck. Oh my god! And his wife, who is not a celebrity. <laughs> Can I just quite My wife wanted to go on Pointless with me yeah. and couldn't get away. Well, honey, they're not going to take you. You're not a celebrity, so I was on with Lucy Porter, yeah. who's very clever and very you know useful to be on. But but he gets to go on with his wife. Yeah. Which so I got that in the neck from my wife when I got home. <laughs> <old. laughs> <laughs> and it was name a name a, ba- name, a dance. Troop, a dance troupe from Top of the Pops. Yeah. And he said, pants people. Yeah. And I said, hot gossip.
0: That was a bad we Who mistake. were not on Top of the Pops. That was Kenny Everett's show. They
1: were on show. Show they were,
0: we, we we should have gone for Legs and Co. Legs and Co. That 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 that's that what Lucy, Boy,
1: Lucy said. What, legs Limited or something they were called. Uh, yeah. said, no, it's Legs and Co. Well, I didn't even get the name right, so
0: that's going to be more obscure. And I... But, um, there is no, an I should episode. have said two. That's what I should zoo. have said. There's some more... And there was no. one between... They don't even remember. No, I can't even remember the word that me. John McCrick,s a fucking idiot as well. I played, I played poker against him, and he had the best possible hand that you could have unfolded on it. He had, he he, had basically, he basically had a royal flush. He had the best thing that was possible from the table. Always oh, going to, <laughs> oh, to keep your opponents guessing. Always keep your
1: opponents guessing. He's a wild man.
0: <laughs> he was going on before about women couldn't play poker, and yeah. then he was knocked out by a woman after folding <laughs> the nuts. However, uh, I did win thirty grand on uh, Family Fortunes. Yes, well, I was going to ask about Family Fortunes. You've done Fan Fortunes and Mister Fe- Fe- and Mister and Mrs. Mr. Mrs. Yeah, thirty grand. You don't get to keep that, though, did you? No, they go no. to charity went to a charity that then got exposed as being a really corrupt charity. <laughs>
1: Seriously. Seriously, Google it. There's a charity in Ireland called Console who were this like uh, suicide agreement charity, and it turned out they were fucking driving around in brand new Audi Q9s and shit like that. And yeah, it was all it was a big scandal, and I, yeah, I raised a lot of money than her.
0: Wiped up some dude's nose. Yeah, thank God they didn't get the hundred seventeen thousand. Thank God you lost the chase. <laughs> <laughs> good. I'm, I'm delighted you've done. You've done you done. Know, that's good. You've won one. I've, I've never won one on TV. I've always. I've never. But, but yeah. But I tell you what. My sister won it. Like when we did the thing at the end. I mean, we. As it was a
1: team effort. But my yeah. sister went on She got four of the top five answers.
0: But you know, Family Fortunes is really easy. it's, it's like it's like pointless for idiots. It's no, like reverse no. pointless. No, because here, because here's what's different with Family Fortunes compared to Pointless
1: is that with Pointless, if it's, if your answer is wrong, boom. You know, yeah, that's it. On Family Fortunes, even if the answer is wrong, it still counts. So, it, just as so long as people have said it in answer to the question. So, one of the questions was, uh, what's another word for rich? Yeah. I don't mean like, like dick yeah. or... Yeah. But, you know... Um, you know. <laughs> no, I've had another derivation of rich. As in richer than, you know... Always. Um, oh, so, it, it was... Um, <laughs> as people suggested, you know, wealthy, loaded, etc. And the one that none of us guessed was well off because <laughs> it's not a fucking word <laughs> it's two words but it doesn't matter you see so that's how you have to second guess the stupidity of the yeah. people answering the question because <laughs> yeah oh that's right people might get the might get the question wrong and I have to guess maybe when, when, when somebody's answered asked, you know, can you name a country behind the iron curtain maybe they will have said Ireland you, you, you don't know
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> have you ever done celebrity tipping point? Yeah, have you? <laughs> oh man, I so want to do Got that. Got all my questions
1: right, virtually
0: just shit on the machine.
1: Yeah, didn't There's have a thing. There's an element of luck in it. But no, I did it. I, I lost it on not? Uh, I, okay, I'm, we really are. I'm, I'm going through it. It's yeah, the quizzes. uh. The question that I lost it on was um, when I say lost it, I mean I tore the set apart and <laughs> tried it out. Uh, the word pulmonary pulmonary yeah. refers to what organ of the body? The pulmonary artery. Well, the, the lungs. With the lungs. Yeah. yeah, but it was the fact that they said organ and not organs through me. Um, and I said heart, which is wrong, I would say. Yeah. It's lungs.
0: That it did it, me. Did you have to do the bit where Ben Shepherd goes, What do you think is gonna happen now? And then you go, I think I don't know, it's probably gonna go in the the it's random isn't it? so don't know don't know yet. And should we just wait and see what happens Ben Ben, rather Shepard, discussing is, it. ben Shepard is a lovely man. He's great. He's really, really really good, but he really
1: has. He I <laughs> I, I, I hats off doing that show. I think he could literally narrate paint drying. If he can do that, if he can turn that into, ooh, that one went a bit quick. Ooh, it's gone to the left. Well, it was one of two ways it was going to go, man. Three, if you count, not going either to the left or right. No, he is. He, he, the one always caught me, and ever, I never did, I don't know if they ever did a celebrity, I think they did a celebrity version of, um, what's the fucking open-in-the-box one? I uh, deal and Odie, Dale They Odie, did yeah. do. Yeah, they did do. I sounded like such an old man there. <laughs> What's not opening the box? Um, but that one is the one. That, Noel Edmonds on that. That's the things he comes out with. Oh, yeah. you're playing a very clever <laughs> game. <laughs> no, they are literally picking boxes at random. There is nothing to this. Other than going, mm, no, I'm a bit greedier than that, I'm
0: afraid. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing else going on. <laughs> I, wanted, I went in for a meeting, I think I've revealed this story before, but I, I, I wanted to do a late night version of Deal or No Deal, where they just replayed Deal or No Deal and had mathematician experts commentating over the top like, of it, yeah, like they do on poker. Yeah, so going, oh, right. is this yeah, well, true odds what, of that, uh, <laughs> yeah. is this true what Noel's saying? say? No, it is not. There's, there's no evidence The Box 22... As we look back through the whole history of it, it evens out as about average. <laughs>
1: well, yeah, no, there's that, that, that really curious uh, mathematical conundrum where the, the, the game show thing of, if you're given three boxes and one of them's got the prize and the other two don't, yeah. and if you pick one and it's not the prize, if you're then offered the option of switching your, your choice, yeah. so you pick A, B, or C, and you go, I think it's behind C, and then you op- they open A first, and it's not behind A, yeah. and then they say, you now have the choice of swapping your original answer. It actually, mathematically, is that if you swap, there's a greater chance of winning. Now that, I have had it explained <laughs> to me several times. It, I still can't get my head around it. That blows yeah. my fucking... And I think maybe... Maybe Noel understands that. <laughs> and I don't. And maybe, maybe the people who've had that unlocked for them, deal or no deal, is an absolute
0: game of chess.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the only way to explain his his cruelty because he's very cruel. Oh dear, you made you made the wrong choice there. It's just like it's, it, it comes down to it. Doesn't matter what what decision you make at which point if you. If your amount you've got isn't the amount in the inbox you've no. lost in, yeah. in his opinion.
1: I don't know what well, I have I was I watching that show and gotten drawn in, yeah. I have to admit. And my wife has walked in on me, and I'd been less ashamed if she caught me wanking over <laughs> cat porn. <laughs> she actually like, wait, what, what are you- What are you- Are you watching Deal or No Deal? Yes. You fucking loser! Absolutely. And I'm like, no, love, seriously, this guy has absolutely horsed it. It's brilliant. He totally should have taken the
0: deal. Well, I'm the same. So uh, I, I, I could have carried on watching that for a long time. Anyway, let's talk about something. Okay. Is, and, um, I didn't know you'd done so much acting. I know you'd done a bit of acting, but there's some films I did. You, you, won, you won a Best Supporting Actor Award. I won the most obscure award yeah. in
1: the acting
0: community. <laughs> I
1: won the I won. Oh, you are looking, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> At the winner Ooh.
0: of what year
1: was it? Do you have like the uh, I think it's year? about
0: two thousand and six, maybe something that like that. Even that I've got them. I haven't got the two thousand four. Okay, right. it yeah. might be you know. You I, I I think like two thousand five, two thousand six. I, I
1: was the recipient of the best supporting actor at the Monaco International Festival of Nonviolent Film <laughs> <laughs> Yes, as well you should. As well you should. Was I, remember, I remember doing the Graham Norton show not long after and sitting there with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. And, and, and it was brought up and it was literally like that scene in Tropic Thunder of, you know, of eight-time Academy Award winner Kurt Lazarus and
0: uh, MTV Best Kiss Award winner Toby Maguire. <laughs> What yeah. was the f- so you did a film cause was, that, that was for "Are You Ready for Love"? "Are You Ready for Love"? It was called. Yes, yeah. uh, with Michael Landon. Now I know there's no Michael Landon from Highway to No Heaven. Michael Brandon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he would have been dead oh, by oh, then. He was, was long Michael time. dead. Michael Brandon, <laughs> and Dempsey and Piece. No wonder it was non-violent. if You had the yes. dead bloke from <laughs> Little House on the Prairie <laughs> <and in laughs> <him dead> for, <laughs> for twenty yes. years. Yeah. yeah, He died. He died, of, he, died of, he died quite young, Michael Landon. Michael was Brandon, it? yeah, oh, he died. The he's... Okay, my apologies. He's
1: Michael Brandon, Brandon,
0: he's taken his highway to heaven. Michael Brandon, <laughs> who's going to be in Edinburgh this year doing the Yeah, But he was Jerry. He did Jerry Spring the Opera might Michael yeah. Brandon for a while, yeah. Yes, he did. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's right. This. Okay, so he was yeah. there.
1: Yeah. And Andy Nyman?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. And Lucy Punch? There were good people in it, like. Yeah. And and, and uh, also uh, Jodie Marsh. Right. <laughs> 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 and what about uh, Zeman Overload?
1: that was actually not a bad little very low budget independent movie made in Manchester, filmed in three weeks uh, I, I was I was the lead yeah. in that, and it was, it was it went straight to video, Didn't it?
0: to well, DVD still, it's a straight to DVD. Yes, yeah. it's, it's good to get the
1: lead part. It was part nice. It was it was actually I, I that was that was one of the few the very few things I have done <laughs> that I wouldn't slag off and say it was absolute shit. It was actually it was a nice little film. It, 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 the ending fizzled a bit, yeah, but it was it, I played a a, 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 a writer with uh, obsessive compulsive disorder who couldn't leave the house, who couldn't fly, but had to have a meeting in LA about a a, 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 a script he was writing and stuff and became obsessed with this a porn star or glamour model called Veronica Zemanova, okay. and because he, he just gets dumped, and then he googles some list of the the sexiest women in the world, and, and the number one on this list that comes up is this this glamour model called Veronica Zemanova, who's a real person, uh, who I think the director and writer of the of the film was actually in real life obsessed with, <laughs> uh, and so it becomes obsessed with her and and wants to go on a her date, so writes a film about her. Yeah, it's all it's actually quite meta. Yeah, because she the the actress was she was supposed to be in it, right, and then cancelled so the last yeah, minute because you
0: got scared.
1: Uh, probably, yeah.
0: <laughs> but that it was—it was—it was, was actually yeah, it was a good little yeah. film. Oh, we're looking, and we're looking up on this. Can we get it on Netflix? No, <laughs> not even <laughs> that. Not I don't that want to. I don't want to like. I think actually, you could probably still buy it on Amazon. I don't want to pay for it. You could,
1: if <laughs> you if, if you contact me on Twitter, it. I will rip my copy. <laughs> and I will. You can get it. Like, you can torrent it. <laughs> Is right? Is that if that's what you say? <laughs> You can tar- You can use
0: views. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk a bit about stand up. You've been go- you've been stand up for well. I remember seeing you in the probably early nineties. Is that when you yeah started? I, I
1: did my first stand up comedy gig uh, in uh, November the third, nineteen ninety
0: three. Really? Yeah. Mm. Uh, and when, because like the first time I saw, I think the first time I saw you, I think I might have met you before. You were doing the Alanis Morissette routine, that uh, was a very good Any time between nineteen <laughs> ninety-five <laughs> and about two thousand, <laughs> right? <laughs> but I think it was quite early on. It was a, it was a very, um, I mean, it was, it was a very classic routine, wasn't it? That's no, Thank you. Yeah. Um, um, and and, and a, pro- a properly, I was very happy with it. Yeah, it yeah. is one of
1: those things where people still say. You know, I meet people and they go, yeah. Oh, you're like, yeah, I really like that thing that you did <laughs> over 20 years ago. Yeah. Um, so there is a, it's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I was, it was very was excited. Excited. Do you know what? That, that, when that's, when the album came out, I bought the album. Yeah. And I had an argument about that song. The song, Ironic, before it was even released, right. I had these feelings about it. Yeah. And I argued about it with friends of mine at the time and it, through the course of these arguments that routine basically got written right. and I remember you saying like being funny in conversation like as most I don't know about you your process most of your best bits a lot of the time they come out of just stuff you're saying in conversation and you go I'll, I'll remember that and turn it into a routine and I remember going, yeah, but it's, it's obscure it's an album track on this album that's <laughs> just been released by some woman who used to be a, a pop popstrol in Canada you know so, but then it, so, so when the song then was released and was not just a hit but massive, yes. I had like a ready-formed almost waiting. <laughs> so so it was in. the most topical I've ever been. I had I had written the joke before the event took place. <laughs> so that was great, and it was. Part of it was like, it, 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 yeah, that whole timing thing, like, if Live the Apollo or the Rutherford had been around at the time and yeah. the, the, the likes of us had been doing it at the time, it would have been great to do that routine like once, bang on TV on a really big, but it was like, I, I did it on the stand-up show which got, like a, maybe a million people and then I, yeah. so then I did it somewhere else. And it, so I kind of, it kind of filtered out eventually over the period of about three years, people, <laughs> people eventually, the, the, that routine just got round, yeah. you know, so it would have—it would have been nice if it, if, it, if, it had, if it had just gone out bang and one hit. Yeah, but yeah. So it have
0: been, it, have been it even regret drawing. how good my older teeth. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it felt like it was like you know you when I saw you, you were a new comic and you had just this fully formed brilliantly kind of worked out uh, routine about this this subject. So it, it was just, you know, I was, I was going to say it feel, It must feel like a bit of, uh, I was going to say a double-edged sword myself, but it's, uh, isn't that ironic? Uh,
1: it's, <laughs> but even no, that, I look not. back at it now like, and, I, and, and part, some of it I kind of cringe, some of it I look at it, it I'm very whiny about her. I'm quite sort of, I, I'm all like, oh, you are whining cow, you are moaning binge and all this. And, I, and I'm a bit, it, it, just now I look at it and I go, Well, oh, that's a bit, you don't, you don't need to be that nasty about her. No, no, sure. sure. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I do look back at it now and go, "I, I could." I, you could have just attacked the lyrics without having to be, come across like quite such a <laughs> yeah, but it was boorish individual. It was a
0: different time. Yeah, so exactly. It was the nineties.
1: It was considered ladsy,
0: not misogynist. <laughs> <clears throat> it is. That's you know, we were talking backstage, but I did when I did all my shows, many from the mid two thousands onwards. It's you know, it is, there's some jokes that you go, "Oh, you know," yeah, you know, Twitter. In the Twitter generation, I would, even though I can defend that joke, I wouldn't want that joke to go out now because someone would go just yeah. take, take it as a tweet and say, ooh, he said this, with the, outside of the context of the show. You know, it,
1: well, it is weird how things age. Like, yeah. I, got a, I got a grief from a guy because the, the routine I had about getting married, which, which I did uh, when I hosted Live with the Apollo, it got repeated recently. And when I did it first, gay marriage was not, it was not a thing. You know, it, it, it wasn't a thing that one could do. And now it is. It, it slightly dates the material yeah, yeah. And, but this guy accused me of being homophobic because I wasn't <laughs> I hadn't seen into the future <laughs> and, and, a, and a routine that was written five years before I gave marriage illegal legal and performed on TV and about three and a half years before I was legal didn't take into account that men could marry men you know yeah.
0: you should have seen it coming yeah <laughs> in every sense I'll ask you an emergency <laughs> question um I'm going has it, in... lulled? Has it, has it lulled. As No, no, I just. I Did like... I talk
1: too seriously about the mechanics of comedy there? No,
0: no, it's not, that's all good. I like that. I'll, I'll ask you this question. We're talking okay. about twirls backstage. I hope
1: that won't. Uh, I think we were backstage I talking hope... about twirls. I hope that won't we're influence we're, your answer to this we're question. We're talking about twirls backstage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you had to be anally violated by a popular chocolate bar, you had to be which chocolate bar would you like inserted in your anus with absolutely no hesitation I would say a flake flake yeah. just
1: because it would probably fall apart before it actually penetrated <laughs> particularly deeply like flake versus my arse yeah. my arse will win you know what I mean <laughs> if you I, I, I don't want a
0: lion bar fresh from the freezer <laughs> that would hurt <laughs> that'd be nice <laughs> I, had, I had a double decker the other day not on my arse no just in my mouth been a while since I've eaten one of them. I didn't, I'd forgotten what was inside. Double deckers are not, there's not a lot of substance to a double It's decker. not nice. I'd forgotten what it was. I thought it yes. might be like a it's, picnic or something, no, but it's, it's like a chew, really. Isn't it's me? two decks
1: of not very much. <laughs> it's like a slightly shitty nougat on top of a basically a crisp rice crispy <laughs> bun. Yeah. Wouldn't
0: like that. Get fucked,
1: right? <laughs> double deckers are for losers and you're wrong if you disagree. <laughs> I'm amazed they're still, they're still going
0: Loser's chocolate. Alright, I'll ask you, uh,
1: This one. I love getting needlessly angry at things. Like, I <laughs> love... I love completely and utterly overreacting to something absolutely pointless. You know, I prefer a picnic. That's because you're a cunt! <laughs> <laughs> kind of a fucking arse I like picnics? Get the fuck out of my
0: house! I, it's, it's really, you have a point, though. There. You have a point. They are, are weird. <laughs> All right. What about this question four nine six? If you're following at home, do you think you've cried more tears or created more sexual juices in your lifetime? <laughs> and would you appreciate some afterlife? It's a knockout dipstick affair to settle the question in heaven. <laughs>
1: I would very much appreciate the afterlife after knockout, and, and I'd like it like I would like it brought up in like what year each was created. Yeah, like I'd love to see like you just because obviously the first eighteen years, yeah, just tears, is. right? That's it, and a lot, yeah, with like a little bit of. Is my own included, by the way, the sexual uh, yes. juices? Yes,
0: your own sexual juices. Oh yeah, okay,
1: so okay. so, be a bit, so maybe, maybe thirty, yeah, twelve, the, 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 yeah, yeah. But I'd like I'd like to see it year by year. That would be uh, that would be uh, that would be. Uh, <laughs> Fascinating. Well, if God exists, then uh, I'm sure He can make that dream come yeah. true. But I think, I think just by the sheer—I mean, how, how much do you cry when you even cry?
0: No, I mean, not I mean, a compared lot. to how much yeah. you know. Well, there's not. I mean, again, but as you get older, I there's a less of that, isn't it? And there's more, more but tears. You know what you're, you're crying about how <laughs> yeah. you're crying about how little spunk you're producing. <laughs>
1: I've never found myself going, oh, I better tidy up in here. I've been crying too much. (laughs) My wife has never come home (laughs) after she's been away. We go, have you been crying in here?
0: i maybe with ladies it might be an interesting more interesting question but yeah. I mean, there's a, you know it's hard to quantify isn't it that's why it'd be interesting to know the answer uh, I'll, ask, this is, I'll, I'll ask you about have you, have you ever met Brian Blessed that's what I was going to ask oh, no I've never no. met Brian Blessed and
1: I'd love to I, uh, no, no. I, I enjoy his work very much I enjoy his attitude to life I enjoy you know it's all well and good people could to be going I liked your Lance Morrisette routine but he's still going
0: Gordon's alive I <laughs> mean he's still doing it if you ask him he'll do it I'm hoping to get him on, on this, but we—I've failed so far. But uh, you, you'd sure. only need, need the one microphone. <laughs> 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 now I, I wanted to ask you about this, which is information on your website that you are 3.2% Neanderthal.
1: Oh yeah, is that um, true? I did a uh, thing. I did uh, uh, yet uh, one of the many television shows I was on that Darrow Brien hosts. Uh, <laughs> Which was uh, he did a show called Science Club?
0: Oh yes, And, yes. and they did
1: it uh, in the first series. They had a thing where they had various celebrity yeah. doing uh, uh, little pieces, camera or video clips. It's a very simple term that you're <laughs> searching for it. Uh, and, and it was you know, we have certain genetic markers that tell us how Neanderthal we are. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, we we just did a test. It was one of those twenty three and Me, you know, yeah. genetic things. So. Yeah, I, I'm I'm about three percent, which was uh, we we more than him. Yeah, I mean, he well, it was sounds like, like a percent. You would look at us and you would think he was definitely under. <laughs> you would just assume <laughs> that. Yeah, but, uh, no, I. I And I don't even know how much
0: the general population is. Three percent sounds like a lot uh, because there was a time when, like, not that long ago, people didn't think that humans and Neanderthals actually interbred. But then that's so. So it's quite a modern thing to. Yeah, and there's still a discussion as to how violent
1: the interbreeding was. (laughs) Yeah, that is the yeah that is the like downer (laughs) of the discussion. When I was when I was doing the actual scientific research around and interviewing people at the Natural History Museum, they were like. Basically, I'm, yeah. Well, like, yeah, we're not really sure if it was, It all seemed a bit rapey, basically. <laughs> and it was that thing of, basically, I was so, trying to get a scientist to say, look, were we raping the Neanderthal, or were the Neanderthal raping us? <laughs> well, tell us
0: which. And it's like, well, the jury's out on that one. I reckon we were raping them. They're bigger than us. Yeah, but they're not around anymore. So I, <laughs> I suggest we dominated them in some way.
1: Maybe we dominated them to get revenge <laughs> on them for all the rape. <laughs> like, you know what? We have to <laughs> get rid of these guys. <laughs> sexually violated yeah. us. You know, so I think we should uh, wipe them out. <laughs> now, who said rape
0: can't be funny? Um, everybody, and we proved them right. Um, I know you've been rubbing pork on your Twitter feeds recently. Uh, yes, yes, I have been. But
1: yes, yes. Yeah. This is the extent of your research? <laughs> yeah, that looks on your I'm just going to look at what he's been tweeting about. Yeah, oh, he's been cooking some pork. I'll ask him about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do...
1: I... I... Um, uh, swing on... Uh, swing? Yeah. <laughs> on, 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 my, my Twitter... Is it, it can be. Uh, occasionally, I'll come up with a very funny joke on Twitter. Yeah, that's And, and uh, or occasionally, I will get into an argument with a beloved children's celebrity for nicking jokes. Or <laughs> occasionally, I will I will tweet the most mundane fucking things alive. Hey, it didn't like look like I, look I am nice. cooking for. I live tweeted my own barbecuing <laughs> of
0: meat uh, last week. And yeah, I took photographs. It looked of nice, them, I saw it. Meat. You did some rubbed and some not rubbed. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then wrapped
1: some in foil and I didn't tweet about it at all. But really? yeah, they, they yeah, it was gorgeous. I bought a new smoker. That's well, basically what the bottom
0: line is. Yeah. Right. Should
1: we go back to talking about rape?
0: <laughs> Who'd have thought rubbing pork could be more controversial <laughs> than raping Neanderthals? It's Either boring. way around. Is it possible? I mean, like, I don't. I suppose it is. I think once we're up to Neanderthals, because about forty thousand years ago, we were. we're based, I was reading Sarah Pascoe's book. She's on next week. You must come and see the show. Yeah. Uh, and I so we're we're, I I we're the same uh, physiologically as we were as humans forty thousand years ago. So there's no there's no actual difference between like your brain and everything. So, full, well, uh, so I think Neanderthals were around 40,000 years ago. Am I right? Uh, Neanderthal experts. Well, that's interesting you said because we're taller than we were like 100 years ago. Yeah, so, but, it's, but the brain and everything like that, we would be, you would be able to... Everything's different because you'd been foraging and you would be having living terrible lives. And so you wouldn't get as much food. The only reason we're taller is because we have more nutrients and, and more protein. But 40,000 years ago, there's no difference physically between your brain and, uh, and Hello, your, your DNA makeup, well have it I'm out with reject, the, I'm going to reject your facts and have, it out, it, have it out with uh, Pasco is what I'd say to you I will, will. yeah on Twitter <laughs> um, you... I, was,
1: I, I had to follow Sarah uh, recently tell, I have to really quickly <laughs> finish my, uh, at, at a gig mm-hmm. uh, we, were doing, we were doing our Edinburgh previews uh, together she was on before me at the Balham Comedy Festival oh yes and uh, I've I never felt so old because she is ten years younger than me and she went on before me and did a routine about getting old. Right. And you know you're an old comic when you're watching comedians 10 years younger than you do jokes about getting old. And even the reference she made about getting old in her show, was a, it was a Harry Potter reference. And I didn't even get it. Like, so, like, I don't even get your reference that proves how old you are. That's how fucking old I am. So, yeah. So, well, uh, and you're older than me you I am you must
0: want to kill yourself <laughs> <right>? I've <laughs> stayed very young at heart by, uh, uh, my, by hanging around with people half my age for a long time that was the only way to do it so um, well talking. let's talk about your show it's called Spoiler Alert yeah so Edinburgh, and then on tour. Yeah, I ruined myself.
1: I, I I gave it that name because it's a lot of It's all about being spoiled and uh, spoiling my kids. And how spoiled oh, okay. we are in general as people. Yeah. And I feel I'm like contributing to the air of everybody being spoiled and self. Uh, what's the word? Self indulgence. Yes. yes. Yeah. And entitled. Self-entitled. Oh, entitlement, yeah. um, that's a very simple phrase mm. for a man who talks for a living to just well, reach give for. Well, given it. this it. What your shows about your shit probably Yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But I have this thing where it's like it's, as I'm getting older I, I always like it to just reaching for something that you assume is going to be there yeah. and it just turns out the shelf is a lot further away than you thought it was <laughs> and you're just flailing around with your hand in the dark. Yeah. It's like you're sitting in a workshop that you built that you know that, that thing is there. I can reach behind my head without even looking but no, the wall Keeps getting further away. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah, it's, it's it's about being spoiled. But I called it spoiler alert. And, and it's it's a very common phrase, clearly. Is, yeah. And now I hear it. Like, you you used the phrase just before I went on. Oh, right. And yes. it just made my ears prick up. Yeah. Which is,
0: it's just one of the things where you, I, feel, I feel like I've created a rod for my own back. Well, whereas, but then in a way, it's kind of good to have. It is one of those phrases, I think, that people. It's like, a that good thing. But then it's. But you know Then people are going to think You can't talk about what's in it Because you'll spoil it yeah. <laughs> I also think uh, If somebody writes a bad review
1: yeah. But it's got the word spoiler alert At the top of it <laughs> yeah. People won't read the review Yeah <laughs> That is also true Good reviews though Yeah Yeah but this is, this is uh, How long I've been in the business uh, A good review makes no difference A bad review makes all of us
0: Because Other comedians won't retweet My good reviews <laughs> So um, you're touring. It's a long tour. So it's through the autumn and the spring. Yeah. By the time this goes out, Edinburgh will be over. So there's no point in talking about Edinburgh. But okay. Um, but you're, right, you're sorry, right, Edinburgh. You're doing, uh, <laughs> that we've just put you aside like that. Edinburgh will be gone. That's by the an
1: time. interesting term. That's an interesting to be a comedian. I always feel if you were from Edinburgh. Is there anybody here from Edinburgh by any chance?
0: No. I, I am, it's
1: just. I am it's Edinburgh. just. How we, how utterly disrespectful <laughs> the comedy industry or the comedy fraternity are to, the, to, to Scotland's capital city <laughs> in that we, when we say Edinburgh we mean the Edinburgh Fringe Festival Yeah, Edinburgh is a large thriving <laughs> metropolis we're full of people who go to work every day yeah. and industrious and intellectual and vibrant and we just think of it as a thing we go to every three weeks every other year yeah. right and it just, we will we, we literally, we refer to the Edinburgh Fringe Festival as Edinburgh. Like, to, to the point, we, we refer to the month of August as Edinburgh. <laughs> I have used the phrase where I have said, no, I'm going to be in Melbourne for Edinburgh. Like, that's the term I've And I just think it must be so disrespectful to people
0: who actually live in Edinburgh, that that's yeah. how we... Like, you know, we're here all year round. But you know, it cost £4,000 for me to rent a flat there for a month, so fuck them. <laughs> fuck those fucking bellends. It's all right, Edinburgh's finished.
1: <laughs> it's finished. No, it's, it's over. Edinburgh's finished. <laughs> the city still exists. This is what my point. It has not finished. Have it's you been over. there? Have you been the there during the there. <laughs> Edinburgh University is still there. Edinburgh University is still People are there working but we're going first us no one fuck them this is the rudest thing fuck (laughs) them
0: about nine years ago you said where you'd like to be in ten years time (laughs) oh god this is a horrible thing you're doing now living in New Zealand and learning to fly a single seat of (laughs) plane How's that going for you? Yeah. You got a year to do it, mate. <laughs> I, yeah, I changed my mind about moving we to New Zealand because yeah. I had kids. That was it. Uh,
1: I would, yeah, I, I did. Me and my wife, we, we, I proposed to my wife. I didn't propose to her when she was my wife. It would be a weird thing to <laughs> do, but uh, when she was my go- but we've got, we got engaged in New Zealand, right. And and we've been out many times since, and we love it there. And yes, nine years ago, I think that that was that was a plan. We yeah. I was, we had this whole thing We with like, go, we'll go back and, she, and she, my wife and I'll just do fucking anything like uh, uh, um, I get asked to do I'm a celebrity get me out here every year and I take no every year And like, fuck I'm going to do it this year because am going to get me money I'll do ads I'll do fucking any old shit I don't know right now there's always going what you're going to whore yourself more than you already <laughs> yeah. do i don't do that but I believe it or not I do say no to things <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm just I'm going to say yes to everything let's fucking sell up and then we'll, I'll go into like semi-retirement we'll move to New Zealand and it was it a was plan and then and then, a few years down the line, <laughs> we created what are essentially two-thirds of my parents' grandchildren, yes. and I feel it's just not right to take them to the other side of the world. Yeah. Which now is like... So that's what? <laughs> England is now looking at me going, well, so that's all I was giving you. Yeah? Yeah. You're going to be like, that. Oh, fuck off.
2: <laughs>
1: but yeah, I just, uh, oh, we were. Okay. I was going to I was gonna, I was gonna just sort of retire and move to New Zealand and do... Nothing you, but learning. I mean, how to fly. You, you could but then, do it else.
0: in another 15 years' time. Exactly, but it yeah. would be,
1: yeah, that.
0: Okay, have you looked into flying lessons? I, I
1: did, yeah. I did it for a bit. I oh, did you? Yeah. But again, they very time consuming, and so are children. <laughs> Just can't do everything, mate. No. Can't do everything. Oh.
0: But yeah, but thank you for bringing up the life I never had. <laughs> Have you seen the film Sliding Doors because may, maybe <laughs> maybe it's a great film One of my favourite films <laughs> you've got two sons any, any,
1: any Kiwis in
0: Wait, hey where are you from where Jenny are you what Jellyburg. I'm going to have to answer I think it is is that a place <laughs> Jellyburg. is that a nickname for a place I'm not familiar with the, Viking, the, the capital of New the Zealand pardon me the Viking the capital of New Zealand is, is it called Jellyburg?
1: Edinburgh. Edinburgh. Where where whereabouts is that? I don't just say New Zealand, because that's not... Uh, Southern Hooks Bay. Okay, right. right. So near uh, near Napier? Uh, our side. <laughs> Walking or cycling. <laughs> Wouldn't you love to live in a country where the traffic was so reliable you could describe how far away a place was by how long it took to get there.
0: Wouldn't that be... See, that's why I wanted to move to New Zealand. <laughs> by, by single seat, a plane, it's an hour. That's what you're saying, right? That's how everyone gets around in New Zealand. Nice to meet you. Well, thank you. I'm, very, I'm very fond of New Zealand, and
1: I've been to New Zealand too many times, and I'm too old to still be amused by how New Zealanders pronounce the word deck. But nothing will make me hoot like a middle-aged man from New Zealand talking about how he's got a great big deck everyone can sit on.
0: So, talking of your children, your first son yes. was called Cosmo. You yep. named him after Cosmo, Cosmo. Excellent name. No fuck you. You're a showbiz wanker. After Cosmo uh,
1: from well, the, no, from I named him after Cosmo from sign clubs. No, because he's a racist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really
1: be fact, that's a no. I did no, no. I didn't name Cosmo because I liked the name. Okay. Yeah, I think I think I see. That's a classic example because I think I said in an interview. Yeah. I made a joke about it, and I. how no, I wouldn't want it to be construed that I named him after Cosmo Kramer because yeah. I hadn't. <laughs> I didn't want people thinking oh we called his kid Cosmo because he's a big Seinfeld fan. And yet somehow yeah, because, that has been Chinese
0: whispered across the net too. So you named your kid
1: yeah. a- after Cosmo from Seinfeld.
0: <laughs> that's the now fact. I'm going to put that on Wikipedia. Well, I think it might be on Wikipedia. <laughs> because then I was going to imagine uh, that's where you got it. You're doing your <laughs> research. <laughs> twitter imdb wikipedia it's the holy trinity that's what you need because <laughs> i was going to say you know then i wanted if magnus you'd like a big fan of magnus magnus for your second you know, son you know
1: what i, am a, I was a big man of I that's yeah. not why i called him magnus but i did i had a radio show for a little while yes. on what was then called glr but it's okay. now BBC london live mm-hmm. and i interviewed magnus magnus and my co-host on uh my show was my mother and he flirted like fuck with it. <laughs> we, we were like joking, we were, after the news, Magnus is going to be flirting with my ma a bit more. And my ma goes, he's not flirting with me. And Magnus Magnus goes, yes I am. <laughs> it was, it was really and he you know, he came out with an absolute corker, because Adam Bloom was on as a guest as well. And uh, Magnus Magnus was plugging his book, which was his memoir, which was called I've Started So I'll Finish. Yes. And the book, on the cover, it says I've started... Comma So I'll finish. <laughs> and Adam just thought, that comma, she said, that's a bit anal, isn't it? It's and straight Stereo- away, Magnus Magnus went, well, it's not a colon. <laughs> Boom! Boom! <laughs> Magnus Magnus, top bloke! Yeah. But that's not the way I named Magnus, out. I just like name Magnus because I love the name. But I did do a gig in Reykjavik recently, and it's so cool to just tell an audience your son's name and get a round of applause. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So that's why. So if you have more <laughs> yeah. kids, so I go after it now. <laughs> did I tell you my second son's called Magnus? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you used to write for the Metro. You used to do an article in the Metro. Yeah, and, then you took over. Yeah, 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 you did my cast-off job. I, yeah. did it, I did. it for a long time. And now uh, Dom Jolly does it. So that's how far it's descended now. <laughs> uh, but, um, <laughs> on your final uh, Metro column, I've done some, I've gone deep. No, you I... said that you had sat on your own testicle. Was that true, or was that? Uh, I think it was that was that the, the one where I listed all the things that
1: showed that I was getting old. Yeah, it was various things. Yeah, yeah. When, when, when you sit on one of your own balls. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't even naked. <laughs> 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 I still to just, I sit. Ow! I hurt sitting down. Hurt. <laughs> that's
0: that's a sign the party's over. Yeah, mine haven't really got too affected. That people warned me about the. Uh, the low-hanging fruit of becoming an older man. But Look is, at that. I'm, mine still... The, people have, I've, I've started... I've opened my legs and moved myself down <laughs> in my chair. And <laughs> it mine are still fairly, you know, I don't need a ball, ha- ball hammock. They're still fairly up there. Well, maybe they were never big to begin with.
1: <laughs> when your
0: balls are as ludicrously massive as mine, Richard's... I'll have you know that my unborn son has balls so big uh, that they were commented on by a lady looking at them. That is a weird thing. That is the thing that
1: can happen when, when, when babies are born. Baby boys are born because of the weird the hormones yeah. that are happening you know the hormones that are happening it's a medical term uh, that sometimes kids boys can be born with fucking massive bollocks. <laughs> it's, it, they do. And then yeah. they, they, just, they just shrink down again after a, a few
0: days. Yeah. It didn't happen either of mine. But and, <laughs> I'll look out for it. it will be fun to, you know, it's, it's interesting for a woman, I think, to, like, at that point where you realise you you've, had, you've got uh, a penis in you, like, growing inside you. That's got to be weird, right? Like. <laughs> it has got to be a weird thing. And then coming out and then learning to deal with it. Yeah. She's got some surprises coming to... Because you've got both boys. We've got a girl. Apparently
1: P- I wants to jam with you
0: on this... <laughs> Probably wants to just leave you hanging. <laughs>
1: oh,
0: let's just see where Richard goes with this. I found uh, I found people don't like people you know, uh, discussing the genitalia of unborn yeah. children. Um, uh, no, I have two boys. I, yeah. I have two boys. Uh,
1: my my favourite remark about them uh, that I ever made on stage is that there, one is six, one is five. There's seventeen months in the age difference. Right. My wife didn't want there to be too big a gap, so she had them both by cesarean. <laughs> Boom! It's a good joke. It, it,
0: it is technically flawless. <laughs> it's just not a nice joke. <laughs> Anything to look out for with they pee in your face? Is that? Is uh, that no, I mean
1: I, I, they're, they're great. My, my thing, and the thing I've been talking about lately with my kids now is that, uh, and it's is all part of the whole spoiling them thing. Is like I mean, first of all, they have English accents, which I find you know, I'm not saying difficult to deal with. But just as, as an Irishman, and, and, and as a dad, you want your children to be a reflection of you. And, and, and they're, they're not just English, they're but like posh English. So, and they, and they say things, and they ask for things that we give them. Things they only know exist because we've given them. But it just feels weird when my five-year-old son goes, Daddy, is there any more elderflower cordial? Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> like, you spoiled little shit. Like and just, It just hurts to hear it, you know? I didn't even know what that was. I swear to God, the first time I had elderflower cordial was I was at a wedding. <laughs> I was in my twenties, and I went to a wedding where there was no alcohol served. Yeah, and they they toast with elderflower. that was the first time I come across it. So, we, and that that kind of thing. And what's nice is we take them to Derbyshire, where my in-laws are from, and I feel I'm I'm much happier with that because they come back from Derbyshire sounding like they're from Derbyshire. <laughs> they are they, come back and all like, oh, that's buggered. So I, I find that. I find that much easier to deal with. But I swear, one of my favorite moments, this is not a reaction, I just, I was one of my, a few other things, my, my uh, Cosmo, when he was about five, we're sitting under, under, under a broken table, and he goes, things are either jiggered, or buggered. <laughs> if something is jiggered, it can be fixed. But if it can't be fixed, it's buggered. <laughs> and he pointed to the broken table and went, that. It's what I call bugger.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but then, you know, within a week, living it's back in the world, 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 and the accent goes. We, go, we need to go back up to the in-laws and top up the accent. Go and hang out with your cousins again.
0: <laughs> My dad said bugger. He said we're buggered for bricks to his dad, and was beaten for saying buggered to. Well, him. I just, I find I, I, know, it. I know, I know.
1: It's technically a swear word, but I, 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 he's so charming when he
0: says it. <laughs> Oh, here's something I wanted to ask you in uh, October 2000. I love the way you preface every question with "Here's something." want uh, yeah, it's it's, to ask it. you.
1: it's a fucking interview. Yeah, it is, like, here's uh, You're supposed oh, to ask. Here's a good it's, question. A, it's a weird thing that you're doing. That's, here's an Did You know how Parkinson never. It's
2: <laughs> <put them? laughs> something. Can I ask you a question? Can I just, it, I don't mean to
0: be rude, but I I'm don't want to something this. I don't want to proceed. <laughs> <when> if I inquire. <laughs> do tell me to stop if, if you know, <coughs> oh, don't want me to ask questions um, in October 2008 you lost your Paul Smith brown leather jacket and did you ever find it again?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you left it on the train I left it on the train
0: I tweet <laughs> about that? No? how do you know that? I then? see my research no, goes deeper know. than you my tell you that, that. <laughs> no it was in uh, an independent interview for <laughs> you just lost it at the time and you said, I'm hoping it will turn up in lost property. It didn't. No. Well, that was just... You know what was really annoying about that as well? I got off the...
1: I find it really annoying when I do something a bit stupid and then every, all the infrastructure that surrounds me trying to go back and and redress this stupid thing I've done, it turns out everyone else is more stupid than I am. (laughs) So, like, I got off a train and realised instantly I'd left my jacket on the train but I couldn't get back to the train I had to go to an office and go. It's on that train, and they go, which train? And it's, I, I just, I'm describing where I've come in from, and they go, well, what platform is that? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Surely you know what platform that train is? <laughs> no. So, and it just became this thing of there was no way. I, I realized as soon, I, I was through the ticket barrier. I was still in the station. I go, like, oh shit, I've got my jacket on the train, and the method of me getting back to the train to retrieve my jacket was broken. <laughs> there was no way to do it. So, mm. that's gone. what happened there. Not everything can be gold in this. No, well, it doesn't
0: have to be. It's just interesting that that mystery has been solved. In all fairness... Well, well, not really, isn't it? I, I don't really miss
1: that jacket. That jacket... Do you know what the problem with that jacket is? It was a leather jacket. It wasn't ageing. No. It was well, I, when I got it, I went, well, I'll grow into it. It'll start to get more creased <laughs> and wear bits will wear off. it, yeah. it did. All right. I, 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 after a while, I was like, eventually I'm going to have to ask somebody to tie me to
0: the back of a car and drag me <laughs> while I wear this jacket
1: <laughs> in order for it to look... It just a bit weathered. Yeah. And it, it wouldn't do it. But
0: there comes a point as well where a, a man is too old to wear a leather jacket, do you not think? I mean, not 10 years ago, but now, do you not think we're too. I used to wear a leather jacket. I used to wear like a. Not like a zip up leather jacket, but uh, back to when I was about 40s. What? I did it. I mean, it was well, like it was, a was like, like, I really liked it. It was closed. like a, a tan buttoned. Okay, alright. Like right, okay. It was tan. very nice, but I don't think I could wear it now. I think, it's, I think what you get. And even that wasn't like a racy leather jacket but well, I think you get older and then it's a bit at what bit age like do you prices? stop
1: using the word racy that's think, a more a more pertinent point here and you what, what, what kind of a jacket does one consider it racy see racy I think stockings and suspenders that's, 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 but you know you can, you can racy, racy with a band who sang some girls yeah. will. that's a very problematic song now <laughs> have you heard, do you remember that song yeah. some girls will some girls won't Some girls need a lot of love and some girls don't. I know I've got the feeling, but I don't know why. And here's the killer line. Some say they will and some girls lie. That is not okay. And that song is... There's a lot of songs now. I I remember when there was that whole thing about the... um, uh, I know you want it. you You know, blurred lines. And I thought there's nothing in that that's as bad as some songs that we still play. Like, people still get up. I've seen, like, fucking proper politically correct lefty people dancing around to jump around. By House of Pain. Right. And are singing along. If your girl steps up, I'm smacking the hoe. This
2: is not alright. <laughs>
1: this is not okay. And yet we're fucking losing our mind over. I know you want <laughs> it. Is, is anyone with me on this? Am I alone? And.
0: Thank heaven for little girls. Fuck okay, <laughs> me. I, I, I mean, fuck me. As in, yes, I... absolutely. Let's not quote me out of context here. Okay. But so you and Dara are very good friends. You've been best. You've been each other's best men. Yeah. Yeah. We've been best men at each other's yeah. weddings, which
1: is the same fact, <laughs> but I just said it better than you. You're a better <laughs> man. You're the best men. It's funny, I was at a wedding with my wife once and the best man was a lawyer and, uh, and he gave a really good speech and afterwards my wife goes, yeah, that'd be great, wouldn't it be great? Like, to be oh, it was the end of the night. <laughs> wouldn't that be great if you were like, if your best friend was a lawyer? Because he'd give a really good best <laughs> man speech, wouldn't he? <laughs> and I went, yeah. Or if your best friend was like a really fucking famous stand-up
2: comedian.
1: Wouldn't <laughs> that be, be pretty fucking handy to have at your wedding? with you <laughs> sorry Dara I mean that was very good but we'd really around rounded a lawyer he would have
0: he would have gotten less laughs but made more points of information <laughs> So, how did you did meet Dar early, early
1: on as a stand-up was We met. Uh, he was my. Uh, he opened for me. He was my really? support act at a gig in Dublin, and uh, we just got on famously because we instantly started bitching about everybody else on the Irish comedy circuit. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and he and would come over and he would do sort of hit, hit and runs on the London scene. He would stay with me, and right. I remember distinctly one night in Muswell Hill, in my on, on having been and to just buy stuff, whatever food at the shop. It's the, the, the little details of the story that really make it. And we're walking back down the road to my house, and this woman just outside the shop just recognised me. She's like, oh, my God, you're, you're Ed Byrne. She didn't even say you're that guy. She said, you're Ed Byrne. Proper fucking recognition, right? And I'm like, yeah, that, and, and just completely blanked Dara. <laughs> That was the moment he was determined he was going to be famous. I am, sure. I am sure. Every time you see him on TV now, it's just he's just trying to race further and further away from that moment where I was recognised and he
0: wasn't. And I, well, I, my first time I met him, he said to me, "Oh, I met him in I think like 2001 in Edinburgh. So oh, nice to meet you." He said, "You wrote a blog about me uh, in because I, I, it was before I even wrote a blog. Is i had done a blog of one of the Lee and Herring tours, like just to, for our website." And, I'd, and at night after the tour, I used to just watch the cable TV in the hotels, and I got obsessed with watching Nevermind the. Is it called Nevermind the. Don't, don't, no, don't, feed feed the, the gondolas. don't
1: Feed the Gondolas. Yeah. It was, can I explain? There was yeah. a, there was the, 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 the sort of Irish equivalent of Have I Got News For You is called Don't Feed the Gondolas. And the reason it got that name is because there was a town council where they were trying to decide on, on ways to attract people into, this, into the town centre, and one of the suggestions was that they put gondolas. <laughs> on the local lake, and one of the town council said, well, that's not very well, but who's going to feed them? <laughs> that's a true story.
0: <laughs> and that, so that's why that show was called Don't Feed the Garminers. <laughs> but I just wrote about how it was a terrible version of I've Got News for You, and how the bloke on it kept on going, uh, uh, uh all the time, and uh-huh. when he did a joke... And right. so Dara didn't like me for that no. straight away. <laughs>
1: he said I was. So you, so you basically said, you
0: said something quite mean about him, and he didn't like it. <laughs> he took it quite well. Funny yeah, know people can be like. <laughs> uh, so that's why I ended up going around the world with him because I like that you, basic error. I still haven't told him that my wife wished we had a lawyer <laughs>
1: at <laughs> my wedding be, instead of him. you watching the show. <laughs> well, I know how he'll react.
0: <laughs> so we've We've um. Probably going to have to stop because you know it's been, time has flown by. Uh, but I'm going to ask if you one more. Shared. Yes, we've done over an hour already. It's incredible. it's flown by, isn't it? He's all right, isn't he? He can, he can talk, can he?
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I'm going to. This I think that's the first time I've heard that said in a complimentary
0: way. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: we were saying you can talk.
0: It's a bit. It's uh, snidey. <laughs> yeah. Have you? What is the strangest thing you've ever found in the embers of a bonfire? This is what we're going to end on. So let's hope this, you've got something good. Oh, my
1: goodness me. Um, we have bonfires quite regularly by my house because yeah. we don't have neighbours,
0: so we, we, we're able to. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I've never... I bet there's something. I, bet there's something. I, I, I don't think I've said this on the main podcast. I, maybe I have. But I found my first cat, uh, the first cat we had in our family in the uh, embers of, the, of a bonfire. <laughs> Uh, Didn't live okay. for long. Uh, it is sad and horrific. <laughs> ah! Every time you stroked ah! No, it was just slightly burnt. <laughs> Presumably. Alright, you, had, you hadn't thrown the cat on the, the bonfire. bonfire. No, it was right. gone to it sleep. Was a surprise. And the, it, it was bonfire night and the. Uh,
1: Jamai, and Ireland I do understand, understand that. that. Yeah, we have uh, well in Ireland we do bonfire we do we light a bonfire at Halloween. Right. So it, it, the bonfire night and Halloween are all done on the one night. Okay. We don't have a separate thing with the whole house
0: apartment. No. you not nice, yeah.
1: But uh, we we do it we 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 do, we do it then. But you being Irish, we it's, the fireworks and bonfires go on for a good week before and after. There's you know? so still generally a lot of bangers going off. Uh, but no I um, we, um, yeah, I, thought, yeah I, I had something for a second, yeah. and then I started talking, and now I lost it.
0: Usually, it's a great way to find some incredible childhood memory of something awful that's been destroyed in a fire. Just don't want to put the pressure on. Yeah, it.
1: I got, I got,
0: I've got. It's weird. We, I say, I love a bonfire, but we I've got nothing. I just found a piece of paper in my notebook. I don't. It's in my writing. It's just been a tip ripped paper. It says, "This is childish Brexit." Comma, division. Wonder what that was about. Uh, so uh, no, I, remember I remembered it. Here yeah, come
1: the whole thing about hedgehogs. you oh, yeah. say. and and, and now you're cat as well. Yeah. That, like if you build a bonfire, what you should then do is pick the bonfire up and move it somewhere else. Okay, you know, because in case there's any hedgehogs in it. Wallace. But I think anything that's in a bonfires are not like difficult to get out of. <laughs> I think if you if you start to get hot. <laughs> can't climb out of the thing that's hot
0: yeah.
1: you deserve to die <laughs> I think I think hedgehogs that die in bonfires yeah. fuck them you know <laughs> and your
0: cat didn't die though it literally cat's lived a, a from idiot years. cat. it was a little kitten who was like uh, it was I, thing, think it, I think it was like I'm
1: in a thing and it's talk on about fire about and I'm don't, don't talk talk fucking <laughs> don't, life, you don't tell me, tell me. Only Which is worse me slagging it
0: off or Are you burning it alive? <laughs> he, got... he crawled into the fire After it But been...
1: I imagine I yeah, It's probably so dumb He crawled into the fire While it was on fire Like I mean that <laughs> Oh that's warm He's dead But well, it's a bit too warm I'll give it to go And see if it'll get cooler He's dead Oh I'm dead
0: Like that's to me What I think <laughs> Happens Happens to hedgehogs and cats That die in bonfires He died The first time I left home He died while I was away When I was 18 He lived From when I was 4 Till when I was 18 And then when I went away and then he died while I was away. And you just um, desecrated his memory by saying he was... A, as it happened, he, you know, he was a cat. He wasn't that intelligent. That's, can I just say, as, a, as stories go, that wasn't a big reveal. And then it turned...
1: And as it happens, he was a cat. It's not a good... You know, like if at the end of Sixth Sense it had been... And then it turned out, Bruce Willis was a child psychologist. That's
0: not a, That's not a... That's not a good ending to the story. No, I, I, can't, I can't get. I'm not very good at those, and then I got off the bus jokes. And it turned out the end, he was a cat. It was all the time he was a cat. All the, all the
1: way through. All the time, Bruce Willis just wanted to help the child.
0: <laughs> right, well, I'm disappointed in the, the bonfire story is... You're not so You're bad. Right. No, no, no. I thought it so well you know, was ending well as ending. I got so, so... some punchline there and you went back to the fucking bonfire. Left a, left, a, left, a, left a very bad taste. Left a very bad taste in the mouth at the end of what was, up until then, an enjoyable podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's, been ru- it's been ruined. <laughs> You've ruined this for me. Uh, you know, not not right. just this one,
1: all the 148 <laughs> other ones before. I've, I have a shadow on your entire career now. By not having a good bonfire. Bonfire! How fucking contrived and niche is that question that you exactly. would have added everything on it. Have you ever found anything interesting in a... No, because no one
0: has except you, and even your story's fucking depressing. Someone found a clock in it. Someone found Adam Baxter found burnt pictures of his children. It was an amazing question. In the right hands, it's an amazing. Amazing question.
1: So, some of my wife's university notes didn't burn well enough. Yeah, that's is that good. Gonna, that's yeah, true? That's she burnt her freaking thesis because she was, had no she desire that? for it. Why did she, she do went, that? Because it's literally the size of that table taking up space in the house, fucking pointless. Why burn it? She put it on the bike and It she was no kind of, oh, this is our way of freeing ourselves from, <laughs> from the concept of education. She just. It, it just I know. don't need this anymore put that on the bonfire I'm uh, burning it that's an extreme it work. It it's paper it was all compact yeah. and you know so I, bet I went, yeah, you could
0: still resubmit this and you could get notes on it <laughs> uh, and so they go why didn't you burn it why didn't you recycle it what's going on why do you hate education so much that's See, that's interesting. That's a psychological drama there. I've
1: done everything I can with this fucking podcast. <laughs> We're
0: getting somewhere with it now. We're like,
1: let's have an interval and then zero passes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ed Burn. You have been listening to Rich Trains' Squared, the podcast with me, Rich Trains, and my guest, Ed Burn. The music uh, that you listen to during this bit is by a band called Pest. Why not check them out? They're probably on iTunes, I reckon. they probably do some other songs. This might just be their only one. Thank you very much to everyone at the Leicester Square Theatre. Thank you to everyone at Go Fast the Strike. Thank you to everyone at the British Comedy Guide. You are all legends. Thank you to my producer, Ash Caffrey. And this is a Go Faster the Strike. It is a fuzz. It is a Sky Potato production. Thank you for listening. By emergency questions, gofastthestrike.com. eq
1: Drink the milk. Don't drink the milk. No, this isn't a podcast about milk.
2: If you like historical intrigue, a bit of culture and a sprinkling of controversy, this one's for you. I'm Rachel Stewart and I'm travelling around Europe. Following the hidden history of everyday things as they're exported through time
1: and around the world. By force, by chance or by choice. No need to pack your bags. Just subscribe to Don't Drink the Milk wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Thank you very much for listening to my podcasts. Listen to some more. Tell your friends about these podcasts. We're in a very competitive market and it would be lovely to keep those downloads coming in. The more downloads we get, the more money we make and the more podcasts we can make for you. It's a beautiful symbiotic relationship. Come and see me on tour at richardherring.com. But otherwise, just, you know, go outside. Enjoy the spring air. It's beautiful out there. I love you all.
2: Goodbye.